very pleased to be joined by somebody that, oh, the heck with, he's a guest. I consider him to be a good friend. That's Jeff Cook, the Big Ten Coach of the Year. Uh, regular season tournament champions now getting ready for the NCAAs for the third straight year. Jeff, welcome. Great to have you with us. Uh, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, and uh, we're excited that we're still playing at this time of the year. So <laughs> no looking qu- forward to being with you. No question about that. Um, so along the way, elements have to fall into place. You knew you had a good team coming in, but what were a couple of elements that fell into place that took a very good team and turned it into this kind of team? <laughs> I was, I've was i been thinking a lot about this because we, we had a good run, as you remember, early part of October. I think we had won three straight games, yep. finishing up with a, a win over Michigan at home. And then we went on a bit of a we hit a bit of a road road bump, you know. We lost three straight one nothing uh, games to very good opponents, um, but we had some work to do. And, and I think it was almost like this collective will of the team, Steve. In that Maryland game, we're two nothing down. It's a Tuesday night on BTN, and we uh, and we just had this kind of switch that went off. Like, no, we're not going to accept this. We're going to fight back, and we got back in that game and ultimately won it in overtime. And I, I credit that determination from our team uh, and the ability for this group to score goals, which has been a pleasant uh, weapon that we've had down the stretch. Yeah, because uh, I had a chance uh, on Sunday night. I was in the airport, and the Indiana soccer team was there. So I had a chance to talk to a couple of their players. They are like impressed beyond words with some of the talent you have on there. And, and they immediately they started talking about Pierre Reedy. And immediately then he started talking about Brandon Hackenberg. What have veterans like that meant as leaders for you as an extension of the coaching staff? Both those guys you mentioned have been exceptional. And, and I, I think, Steve, I connected to the sort of roller coaster of the season that we experienced. You know, we, we lost some games early. We rallied. We, we hit a bump. And for an inexperienced team or a youngish team that haven't endured the rigors of a collegiate season, it's easy to kind of let those things spiral out of control, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the, and the calmness and experience that Brandon and Pierre have was vital. And, you know, it's important to note no shortage of soccer talent there too. Yeah. Um, that kind of helps you, you know, go through those moments and realize that, you know, one of the things we talked about, Steve, is that the story of the season is not written in early October, right? It's not written right. after the Big Ten tournament. Let's see – you know, we'll, we'll sit around at the holidays and, and think about what the story of our season was, but let's not jump to conclusions. And They've been instrumental in helping me keep keep the momentum going through the up and ups and downs that we've experienced. As you know, James Franklin always talks about the 1-0. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the ultimate 1-0 time of the year. <laughs> it is, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's the ultimate. So because this is the third year in, does that help, especially with veterans who have been there in the approach that is needed? I think so. And it's the pattern of the, the timing and the practice opportunities is, is the exact same as it was following the Wisconsin final regular season game. Right. We've got a week, you know, so we've done our recovery. We're now getting ready to practice this afternoon, building into the next Sunday game. And I, I think what I, what I reflect on is that we've had some great highs with this group over the last few years, you know, um, nothing more remarkable than what happened at Jeffrey field last Sunday, but last year, you know, getting to the sweet 16, be, winning a first round NCAA game. Mm-hmm. But then you also experience the, the famous wide world of sports agony and defeat. Yeah. And so this group very much knows 
what it's like to go out of a Big Ten final on penalty kicks, what it's like to get knocked out in a very close 3-2 game. So I think there's almost that, that hunger, and that's, I believe, fueling us to know, okay, stay calm, stay true to what you're doing, and know that every second in a game at this level counts. And again, you know, it's easy for me to say that as a coach, but if you don't have the players who've experienced that in real time, in real life, it, it doesn't. it's not as powerful. I think, Jeff, for fans, they completely understand you know, the agony of defeat and how you got to bounce back from that. I'm, sure. not, I'm not so sure sometimes they understand that you actually have to handle success as well. Yeah, uh, true. And, and what it, what does it meant that it seems like you have a team that has been able not only to fight through a tough time, but also have had the ability to understand the even keel that is needed when success does happen? One you're right, and I think both sides of it, you can overreact to results, right? Yes. Especially in our sport. Yes. Sometimes the result, to use a famous phrase, can be an imposter. You can play the best game of your year and give up an unfortunate goal, or, or maybe your goal scoring you know, isn't on, on point that day, so you wind up dropping a result. And then you can also do the opposite. You can not, maybe not have your best game and, and, and somehow sneak a, a victory in our sport, maybe as much as any other sport that's out there. So being able, what we've tried to do consistently through the years as a coaching staff, Steve, is evaluate the performance and very quickly get everyone's feet on the ground. And we gave the guys some space Sunday night, Monday, to, to enjoy the celebrations and the accolades that they've earned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we know that when we get to Sunday and the kickoff comes, whether it's Hofstra or whether it's Lipscomb, those two teams are going to be formidable. They're going to be highly motivated to play against Penn State. That's right they'll be every bit as eager to advance. So I think our players respect that. Um, And we've stayed very consistent with our messaging about how we're approaching each game uh, and that kind of one-on-one mentality. We've got to do it all over again Sunday. Is there any difference in even a slight style of play when it's been 70 degrees early in the season to being in the upper 30s on Sunday? Is there any any different? Because your sport is a dramatic one in terms mm-hmm. of of weather conditions, and this is one of the dramatic times. Of course, and, and two things there are: number one, wind really impacts oh. soccer games. Oof. Yes, in a big yep. way. Yep. And then I, I hasten, I hesitate even to say this, but when you get really into the uh, Central Pennsylvania winters, you start talking about frozen fields, and yep. that's when you get really nervous about the ability. Mm. Um, to play that that's a that's a concern as you know jeffrey field our crew george peters herb combs and all their their incredible group do a do a super job keeping that facility in the best possible condition so i don't i don't have a short-term concern on that but those are the two things that really worry i mean i I think our guys embrace the cold weather but it is definitely a change of environment you have to handle um, as professionally and maturely as you can what does it mean, especially at this time of the year, to get to and then play with the lead? A really interesting question. I thought that in the three Big Ten tournament games, we handled playing with lead against Indiana the best. I felt that against Michigan and Michigan State, to an extent, we played a bit of a dangerous game holding on to what we had. Right. And that was not intentional, and we spoke about it with the team. I don't think they, even our players wanted to do that. But it's a human reaction, isn't it? You're, you're in front. Okay, we've got something here. Let's hold on to it. And that can come back to bite you if you don't stay on the front foot and stay aggressive. And I thought we were 
to be honest, with the lead, we were, we were improved against Indiana, and obviously the goals helped reinforce that, right, in our sport. Um, we scored some good ones to, to sort of put the game out of reach, at least in that particular 90 minutes. But I think those lessons are important, and hopefully we'll be back in front this Sunday at Jeffrey. Because sometimes when the team gets to the lead, now they play, they're playing like they have something you know, to lose. Like, I've got the lead. I can't lose it. And you know, no question. And I've seen yeah. that happen over and over again yeah. in the 5.2 no billion games I've done. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, finally, yeah. finally, the depth of your sport, I feel collegiate. My opinion, you know, is I don't think it's ever been deeper. Mm. What does that tell everybody about the success you've attained to this point, and obviously looking for more down the road that you've been able to do this with this program when the sport's been its deepest? There's, there's no question the sport is growing, and I think this year with so many teams welcoming back very experienced players due to, to due to the extended COVID eligibility, right. I, I think it's a testament to our players' commitment to improve. And I don't think as a Penn State coach of all sports, all genders, that I'm alone in that mission. I think our teams, I'm, in, I'm part of a group of coaches I think that, that really embrace that player development, get better week in and week out regardless if you're winning. And I always, you know, I think back, you know, think to my immediate surroundings here in rec hall and the mentality is, okay, you've had, you know, fill in the blank, incredible achievement. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Next week we're going back to work. We're going to get better. Yeah. You know, and you can, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about with some of my colleagues. Here. Yes. That I think is, is very fundamental to who we are as an athletic program that, you know, achievements are great. We created, we've created some great memories this season, but we're so desperate to create more and stay hungry, keep, and that's the only way to do that is get better, get fitter, handle, you know, all these moments we're talking about, and it's always a, a joy to speak about this kind of stuff with you. It's, uh, you yeah. know, the understanding of sports and success in sports is very fragile, so we've got to recognize we've given ourselves a great opportunity, so let's not waste it. Yeah. Well said. Five o'clock on Sunday. Best of luck in uh, step one. Thank you very much. We're excited to get out there and play again. Really appreciate you having me on.